Irvin. I'm along with this again up here on Tuesday. Uh, we'll be having our Bible college grad Burnsville, North Carolina, and uh, we'll be going up there for our graduations. So we'll be much in prayer about that, if you would. Then, Lord willing, we'll see you that Wednesday. Then, let's see what else do we need to mention. Uh, don't forget, sometime after, um, after homecoming, before revival, we'll have our friends and family day. I don't have an exact date just yet, uh, but I'll try to have that to you by next week. If you'll be praying about that, think about who you could invite. Looking forward to a good time there. We'll try to have some kind of meal uh, after the service, try to have a big deal, and uh, we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about that later. Uh, then, you men, don't forget, August, or August, October the 9th through the 11th, be the fishing trip. And uh, I think I've talked to all of you. If not, you see them, we'll get you all that information, okay? And I look forward to a good time over there. Looking forward to it. And uh, I've got a little bit of information. I think I should be getting some more. As soon as I get it all together, uh, I'll get that to you, all right? And uh, anything I'm forgetting, I probably am. Somebody hit me. If something I'm forgetting, you remind me. All right. If I am, you forgot it too, so. <laughs> all right, very much prayer for all this coming up, and I do have several, several requests on my heart. Ask you to help me remember this morning, and uh, several special requests to ask you to help us pray about. Maybe this morning, somebody have a request on your heart for the Lord more prayer. Yes. All hearts for. John, see what thanks Lord more for. You know, Lord, we're coming before you again today, Lord. We're truly thankful for this another day you've given us. Thank you, Lord, for this view. Lord, we just thank you, Lord, for each one that's made a way out today, Lord. If we've heard these requests this morning, Lord, but even the ones that are unspoken, Lord, you really need to pray over that one. may be here today lost without you that, that uh, seemingly is, uh, don't seem to have a desire, Lord. We pray God you just pray again, Lord, for our country. We pray for our leaders. We ask Lord to save them. And now we pray for Poncho as he stands today, Lord. Lord, we pray again, Lord, that we may be here, Lord, and lost without you. We ask God to save us. It's eternally too late. For us in Christ's name, we pray. Amen. Hey, Mike. All right, so my guys, won't be hard. Hey, Mike. Thank you for praying for Dr. Young's brother here. Thank you for heart, man. Thank you for God, man. Thank you for praying for
Mari. Free this morning. All right, Genesis 22. Genesis 22 this morning, and uh, seemed like the sermon. Uh, be honest, we I got up yesterday morning, didn't have a clue what I was going to preach, and uh, we had a rather busy day. And uh, in my mind, I had a conversation with Brother James Collins a couple of days ago, and uh, we had talked about here in Genesis 22 something a little bit different, a little something. Uh, I guess I've seen it before, but I never really looked at it the way I want to look at it this morning. And uh, we'll see a little bit more about that here. I promise you that. I just want to be an encouragement to us. And it uh, kind of seemed like me and Brother Kenny's running kind of on schedule. Uh, he talked a lot this morning. Just stay faithful and trust the Lord. And uh, I, I want to preach along some similar lines today. Genesis 22. Uh, Genesis 22. Begin reading in verse number one. The Bible said it came to pass after these things that God uh, did tempt. Here I am. And he said, Take now thy son, thy only son Isaac, whom thou lovest, and get thee to the land of Moriah. Abraham rose up early in the morning, saddled his ass, and took two of his young men with him. Isaac his son cleaved the wood and burnt for the burnt oil. Verse four. The Bible said on the third day Abraham lifted up his eyes. Uh, and follow the place afar off. And Abraham said unto his young men, Abraham took the wood of the burnt offering and laid upon Isaac his son, took the fire in his hand, and a knife, and they went both of them together. I, my son, and he said, Behold, the fire had the wood, but where is the lamb for a burnt offering? Verse 8, the Bible said, Abraham afraid. So they went both of them together. Let's pray together this morning. Heavenly Father, Lord, I should do love you this morning. Lord, I'm thankful for the privilege. And this morning, Lord, I realize that no doubt there's many burdens and uh, many requests made here mentioned already this morning. No doubt there's several unspoken requests. Lord, Lord if there be one discouraged, <coughs> Lord, would you encourage your heart this morning? Lord, if, Lord, if there be one walking a far distance away, God, I pray you draw them up close to you once. I pray you'd save them for it's everlasting too late. We'll be careful. Give you all the praise, all the honor, and all the glory. For we ask it in Jesus' name with me now. Genesis 22 is a very uh, familiar text. There's a lot of preaching that can be done uh, out of this chapter. We're talking about uh, John preaching all the times in your life when uh, those testing times, those times that circumstance. Number one, the king passed through these things that God did tempt Abraham. Man, uh, boy, there's some times in your life that God will allow and uh, commit you and prove you. And then uh, I, I spent some time over the years preaching about Isaac and how that he's uh, 
picture of Christ, how that he's being uh, suspected at this Mount in Moriah. Uh, could possibly be the very mount that uh, we can have referred to as Mount Calvary for him to see if he'd be willing to give his son uh, on the very mountain where God would give his son. Uh, uh, that's interesting to me. But, uh, but what about uh, in the latter part of the story? Uh, look at that ram caught in the thicket by his horns. And what a picture of Christ that is. Uh, there's a lot of that uh, in song and in message how that uh, sometimes uh, you've heard it said that God was not interested uh, that Abraham was more in love with God uh, uh, than he was his son. Boy, you preach a message on laying your eyes down. Boy, a lot of I've noticed something that I, I, I feel in the last 10 years I've oftentimes just kindly overlooked and uh, knew as part of the story but never really uh, looked very much at it. Notice with me, if you would, Abraham rose up early in the morning Saddled his house and took two uh, of his young chapter. Uh, I never had really took much time to think about them two young men. Uh, 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 I'll talk a little bit about them here to mention in verse 3. Uh, and then they're mentioned in verse 5. The Bible said, uh, Abraham said unto his young men, Abide ye here with us. Uh, and watch what your Bible said. So Abraham returned unto his young men. They rose up and went together to Bathsheba. Abraham dwelt at uh, uh, these two young men never mentioned by name. Never one time uh, uh, in all this chapter are they mentioned by name. Uh, we little about them. In fact, the uh, only thing we know is that they're two young men. Uh, evidently, John, we can uh, uh, see commanded his young men uh, uh, to abide here with us and men let to go yonder and worship uh, and come again unto you. Evidently, they're under the leadership. Uh, but I, I will preach a message on them this morning, these two uh, uh, young men related back to us. In fact, my text will be verse 5. Uh, the Bible said in verse number 5, uh, uh, there in Genesis 22, the Bible said, uh, Abraham said unto his young men, uh, Bind ye here with I am. I'll be honest with you, I, I, I broke in and made mention this morning he likes to title it. And I, 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 sometimes I do it, sometimes I don't. I, I really, I've got it wrote down. Here's what I'm going to title it this morning for the Lord to help me. I'm going to preach on this song. Now, hold the mule till the Lord comes back. There I am. Yeah. i to go out and worship, come again unto you. Now, yeah. apparently, Abraham... Uh, Realizing he'd have to give his son, realizing he'd have to what was about to happen. I'm interested in these two young men. And uh, the Bible said, John, that amidst everything going on, he takes these two young men with him. Uh, and when they see the place afar off, I'm going, now, <laughs> that's interesting. That, that, that donkey, that mule, that ass, whatever you want to call it this morning. Uh, we could talk a little bit about the message within that, but I don't have time to get into it this morning. But Abraham tells me, I want you to stay here. Uh, and abide with the ass, and many lads won't go into the church. Yeah, right. Is that right? Yeah. I mean, listen, uh, uh, here we are. Abraham's about to give his sign. Uh, it's right there around Cabo go yonder. Uh, we're going to go out of your sight. You ain't going to see us no more. Uh, I want you to abide here with the ass. Uh, Man, the lad's going to return again unto thee. What about that? Uh, what a picture of the church. Uh, I just want to preach a little while on that thought. Hold the mule. Amen. Uh, and these uh, uh, that's here to abide with this ass. The Bible said, verse 5, uh, Abraham said unto his young men, Abide ye here. Uh, is that right? Yeah. Uh, Abraham said, I don't want you to go over yonder. Uh, 
I don't want you to go over here. I don't want you to go over there. I want you to stay right here. I bind you out of your sight. Me and Isaac, we're going up to the mountain. I hope we've got some things to take care of. We've got some things that uh, he here. Isn't that right? Uh, and I will say this. You fast forward to John chapter 14. Uh, and we find that he has gone to prepare uh, uh, for, uh, in my sight. I don't see him. I don't feel him. I, I can't touch him this morning. Uh, uh, but he has commanded the church. Uh, uh, thank God he is coming back. Boy, I know that he is. Uh, uh, they had to remain. They had to remain faithful. Now, here's what I want you to say. All right? I mean, listen, I, maybe you have. I, I don't reckon I've ever heard a message preached on these two young men. I, we don't think, except for their two, there's two of them, and they're young men. Uh, and everything other than that, we have to infer and speculate uh, and try to guess about. But assume their job really isn't all that important. We're, we're interested in what's happening up on the mountain. We're interested in uh, Abraham's uh, sacrifice. And I remember about these two young men. Uh, that's just abiding there, uh, holding that donkey, uh, waiting on the Lord to come back. But can I tell you something? Their job was important. All right? The Bible said, I believe it's in verse 3, Abraham rose up early in the morning and saddled his ass. Is that right? Now, Abraham had a beast that he was riding on. Boy, oh my, I can't, I, I can't get into all that. Abraham had a beast he was riding on. And the Bible said that he came to the place and he left that he left that very beast, that very uh, mule, that donkey, however you want to look at it. Uh, he left it here with these two young men. Now, I don't know a whole lot about horses and donkeys and all that. I, I don't know whatever it had many. Uh, my grandpa had a donkey a time or two. We always had cows. But what I do know about it is this. If you just left it, Chef, you just take a horse or a donkey out in the middle of the desert, that's where they are. You just let go of the rain and you take off to the mountain somewhere. It probably ain't gonna be there when you get back. Right? It probably probably gonna be gone by the time you get back. So what Abraham said was, I believe that I'm going up counting there, but I want you to abide ye here with the ass. They had a pretty important job. Huh? What Abraham had rode on, what Abraham had rested on, uh, now that's left in their hands, uh, and their response had to remain uh, to hold that donkey uh, until Abraham come back. Isn't that right? I got to think about that. I thought, God, I don't want you. I don't want you to think I'm making this sound, making us sound more important than what we are. But I got to think about how important it is that you and I remain. At Calvary, the Lord made a purchase. He purchased a bride. He purchased a church. Isn't that right? You realize what a responsibility it is that he that, that how important it is for us to remain. He has left that 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 bride that church. Now he didn't leave us comfortless. I understand that we've got the Holy Ghost that have the comfort living inside of us. But I tell you, listen to me. We're what he purchased. He's gone to prepare a place for us and where he is there we may be also. What well, I mean, it's important that we remain. Uh, what he purchased, what he bought, what was his, uh, has now, John, left in our hands to a certain extent. Yep. What, a, what a responsibility, what, a, what an importance to remain. Now listen to Abraham didn't say, I want you to go over yonder, go over here, go over there. Brother Kenny talked about the importance of staying in the local church, and I, 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 I'm, not, I'm not going to labor this point too awful much. But I will say this, it is important in these days, we just remind. Yeah, yeah, right. Right. Abraham said, I don't want you to go over yonder. 
I don't want you to go over here. I don't want you to go looking for nothing else. I want you to abide ye here. Isn't that right? It was important. They just remained. Now we'll see there. Remained. I want you to know some of you was their responsibility. Watch what your Bible says. Verse number five. Abraham said to his young men, abide ye here with the ass. I am glad to go on and worship. Come again unto you. And he said, preacher, what do you mean? Their responsibility. Well, Something interesting about that, about that donkey or that mule or that ass, however you want to look at it. Something interesting about it. Doesn't feed itself. Doesn't water itself. Has to be cared for, isn't that right? Abraham said, Abide ye here with thy ass. Not only John was it there, that was it their duty to remain with it as far as that ass becomes a picture of the church. It's what Abraham, let me show you how, let me show you why. It's what Abraham, a picture of, the, of, of God, a picture of the Lord, it's what he rode upon, it's what he rested upon, it's what he uh, established himself upon. Is that not what God does with the local church in this day? He has. He works, he operates, he puts his presence on the local church. And uh, so the job of those two young men was to abide ye here with the ass. Well, what a responsibility. What a duty to re- just simply remain uh, with the bride. Isn't that right? Now, then not only that, but what a responsibility to care for it. That donkey wasn't going to feed itself. It wasn't going to water itself. It wasn't going to take care of itself. They had to remain. Oh, yes, they had to be there. But while they were there, John, they weren't just sitting idle. They, I, we don't know exactly how long Abraham was gone, but they had to feed it something. They had to give it some food. They had to give it some water. had to rest it. had to care for it. Had to, whatever the case may be, they had a responsibility while they were there. And I tell you what I feel like with all my heart. Us, the local church, I told you I wasn't going to browbeat you, but us as the body of Christ as a whole, I, I believe in these days we've forgotten the responsibility that you and I have. Right. Right? So I'm just not, yes, we're remaining. Yes, it's important to sit still. Yes, it's important to stay with the church. But while we're there, we ought to care for it, nurture it, and uh, do all that we can to be a blessing to it and uh, to, to make it better than what are you with me? Yeah. All right. So they had a responsibility. Then I want you to know something if you would. I I'm gonna move quick. I'll not be very long this morning. Not only their responsibility, but you know some of their recognition in verse five. I said, Abraham said to his young men, abide here with the ass. I and the lad go yonder and worship come again to you. Now, let me, before, before I talk about this recognition, let me say something. This isn't about their responsibility. They stood there at John and either tied it or hailed this donkey that was Abraham's. They abode there with the ass. They cared for it. They nurtured it. They, they Whatever had to be done, they, they, they had a responsibility. But can I tell you something about it? We don't even know what their name is. All right. Yeah. Now, I tell you what I find. I find in these days everybody wants recognition. And I'm going to talk about their recognition in this minute. But I don't mean recognizing them. I'm talking about some things they recognize. But everybody wants recognition. Everybody wants accolades, acknowledgement. Everybody wants their name up on the billboard. Oh, look what so and so did. That's not what these two young men have done. They just, they just remained with the ass and they cared for it. Yeah. All right? And it's fulfilled their responsibilities simply because that's what Abraham told them to do. Right. That's interesting and pleasing. Abraham, not anybody else. Yeah. 
They didn't care if anybody knew what their name was. They didn't care if anybody knew who their family was. They didn't care if they ever got any recognition for it. Uh, Abraham, their Lord, had said, I bind you here uh, with the ass and care for it. Uh, and that's exactly what they died because uh, Abraham said, isn't that right? Boy, God help us get to the place where we'd be able just to abide. You say, preacher, you mean tell me how, how you think we are to abide in the local church? Brother Kenny's done said that. Absolutely, I do. I believe the Bible teaches that. You say, preacher, why would we do it? Well, I give you a clear word from the Lord. The Bible says, forsake not to send himself together as the man of some is. Isn't that right? That's a clear word from heaven. That's what the Lord said to do. That ought to be enough this morning. That's right. That's exactly right. We ought to have a responsibility. We ought not only remain, we ought not only be faithful to the local church, uh, but you ought to be active. You ought to find a responsibility, uh, something you can do to aid in the business of God. Uh, I heard a preacher say one time, he was talking about uh, if he taught his youngest anything, he hoped they prospered financially and all this. Uh, but he said, I want my youngest to know that the greatest investment I, I, they'll ever make is not Under Armour or Apple or Amazon or any investment, financial investment they might make. Uh, uh, but the investment into the work of the Lord uh, is the greatest investment they'll ever have, be able to be a part of. Uh, I'm telling you, it is this morning. Uh, has dividends unreal. Uh, and we ought to find something we can be responsible, a responsibility uh, uh, that we can do to aid and support the local church uh, and promote the work of God. Uh, that's what these men did. Uh, it may seem small, but all they could do, they said, well, abide here with us uh, and we'll take care of it while Abraham's gone. Isn't that right? God, help what a responsibility that is. It goes for me quickly, but yet they had no they had no accolades. We don't even know their name. Know some of the recognition, verse 5. The Bible said, Abraham said to the young men, bind ye here with the ass. I'd rather go yonder and worship. Watch this now. And come again to you. Now, you understand a little bit about this, this place of Moriah. That region would have been a desert region. Sun beating down on it. Would have been hot. Would have been dry. Would have been desolate. Not a very pleasurable place to be. Very little shade. Very little cover. But it would have been a very dry and desolate, desert place. Here these men are. Stood out in the middle of a dry, desolate, desert place. No water, no, no cover, no shade hardly. And here they are standing, holding on to a donkey, taking care of it. It's the last thing they've seen, Abraham and Isaac's walked off into the distance. They can't see them. They don't know when they're coming back. They don't, they, they don't see any sign of them. As far as they know, they're all alone, standing here with a donkey. Trying to care for it, trying to maintain it, trying to keep up with it, uh, holding on to it, abiding there, just like Abraham said. Uh, but Kirk, they see no, they see no sign of Abraham coming back. Uh, they see no sign of his return. Uh, the only thing in the world they have is the fact that before he left, uh, Abraham said, "I'm glad go down to worship, uh, and we will come again to you." Right. Yeah. Is that right? Take that kind of a picture of church. 
Don't it seem like this world's getting wickeder and wickeder and waxing worse and worse and it's yeah. dry and it's desolate and it seems like there's very little time to, very little place to find comfort and rest and uh, all we're doing this morning, we've come on Sunday morning uh, all we're trying to do is just abide where the Lord told us to abide. Uh, uh, we're in the place we're supposed to be. Uh, I, I hate to, I, I don't want you to think I'm being disrespectful uh, uh, but when I say that, when I say this donkey's a picture of the church uh, uh, but I'm just telling you we're holding on to all we can and, uh, and I believe we're trying to care for it and trying yeah. to nurture it uh, and trying to help it uh, and oh, as far as we see we see no hope inside uh, uh, we see no glimmer of hope uh, uh, we see no light at the end of the tunnel uh, it's hot and it's dry and it's desolate uh, uh, and it seems like it's not what it used to be uh, uh, but here we are trying to abide and uh, hold the mule wait on the Lord to come back uh, yet we really don't see any sign now I know we see we talk about the signs of the time and all that, which there really isn't any signs of the time for the rapture of the church. That's talking about the second coming at the end of the tribulation period. But I do believe we're, we're getting close to the rapture of the church. I do believe that. But what I'm telling you is sometimes we're not careful. It seems like I mean, it's just wickeder and wickeder. Brother Kenny's talking about how we've come to the place where we try to bring more of the world into the church. Man, I'm telling you, just, you say, preacher, what do we do? Just keep holding them up. Right. That's what Abraham told him to do. Abraham said, Abide ye here with that. Sitting there, right? Uh, they had to recognize some things in his word. Uh, they didn't see him, they didn't feel him, they couldn't talk to him. Uh, all they had was the word uh, uh, that had spoken to them. Uh, boy, aren't you glad in a dry and desolate land uh, uh, that the Lord has given us a word this morning? Yeah. Right? You say, preacher, what do you do? Trust his word and hold the mule. Yeah, right. That's right? Yeah. That's what he told me to do. Bad you hear with that. Uh, Abraham said, just stay right here. Uh, you hold on to this. Uh, and men the lad will come down and go God and worship. Come again unto you. Uh, can I tell you, he can give us the local church uh, has a lifeline to hold on to uh, in a dry and desolate world. Uh, uh, just trust his word and hold the mule this morning. Yeah, yeah. That's right? What's what he said, bide here with the ass. Men let it go yonder. Here's what they didn't know. They didn't know where they'd went. That right? right. They didn't know why they went. Abraham said, men let it go yonder to worship. That right? Jesus told us that he, he'd gone away to prepare a place for us and where he was there we may be also. I'm glad I know where he's at and why he went. Yeah. Oh no, Miss Morgan. That excites me. Hey, listen, I, I know where he's at. I, he's seated on the right hand of the Father. I know why he went there. How to prepare a place for me. Why it stirs in my heart and excites me. How that where he is there, I may be also. You know what Abraham said to me? Let it go out and worship and come again unto you. What about that? I believe the Lord might have said something like that about how he's going to come back and receive us unto himself. Where he he is there, we may be also. Boy, I'm telling you, you say, preacher, what do you do? You better recognize in a dry and desolate world. I know it's dry, I know it's dark, I know it's hot, I know it's hard this morning, but I'm telling you, trust his word. Hold the mule till the Lord comes back. That's some things they can recognize. He gave us a word. We can trust a word we can believe in. He'd give us a local church we can hold on to. Something to anchor us. Abraham said, Abide ye here with thy ass. What about that? Now, notice what your Bible said. Look with me if you would. Verse number 19. I got to hurry. Verse number 19. I'm quick. 
Bible said in verse 19, I'm going to skip down through several things. You know the story. After everything said and done, Bible said in verse 19, so Abraham returned unto his young men. Now you say, preacher, what are you going to say? No, so as you would, the return. You will find out everything Abraham said. Abraham said would happen. Guess what it did? It happened. Yeah. That right? That's to me. You say, preacher, it's getting hard. It's getting tough. Things ain't like they used to be. Just trust his word. Hold the mirror. Yeah. One of these days you'll find out everything he said will happen will happen. Yeah. That's right. right. I don't know, Nancy, how long they stood there in the hot blistering sun, dry and thirsty and this, uh, holding on to that donkey and looking for Abraham to come. I don't know how long that lasted. I don't know how much feed they went through. I don't know where they got their water. But I do know they had to care for it while they was there. I don't know exactly what all transpired. I don't know exactly how long it was. But I do know all of a sudden they're sitting there. I don't know. I, I, my mind does crazy things. I wonder, Earl, how, how many times they thought if we didn't have to hold this stupid mule, how, we'd go right down to get in that water and water down to that. How about how to pull this mule over there? How you doing this? How you doing that? I don't know how many times they may have thought that. And I don't think that's too funny. I pastor at Baptist Church. I've seen a whole lot of people that said, boy, if I wasn't having to hold on to the local church, there's a lake right down the road. There's a pond down the road. There's a deer standing up in a tree. There's a golf the man. There's a tea time down at the country club. Oh, my, I feel like preaching a little bit. I tell you, listen to me. You say, preacher, what are you saying? I don't know how many times it might have crossed their mind. But I do know Abraham wasn't going to the water. He wasn't going to the country club. He wasn't going to the golf resort. He wasn't going to the campground. He was coming back where he told him to stay. Oh, yes, Abraham was coming back for what was his. He was coming back for his donkey, his mule. Oh, my soul, I'm about to come unglued. Hey, you say, preacher, what are you saying? I'm going to tell you, I'm not talking about losing your salvation. I'm not saying that at all, but he redeemed the bride. He redeemed the church. He's coming back for the church. I just want to hold on to the church and be faithful to the church. He's coming back for the church. I don't know how many times it might have crossed their mind. But I do know when they looked up and seen Abraham coming down the side of that mountain wherever it might have been and they realized he'd come back just like he said he was. I bet they's happy to be found holding on to the mule, aren't you? That right? That would still been his donkey. They'd still been his servants. Now don't lose me. It would still been his donkey had they let go of it. Yeah. Hey, Bible said Abraham saddled his ass. Isn't that right? They'd have still been his where they held on to it or not. Yeah. And they'd have still been his servants where they held on to it or not. But boy, I, I tell you this, every time I've ever worked a job, they told I remember I was working a guy and, and doing some carpentry work. We was timber framing. We was timber framing a, a, a car pole. I, I'm talking about great old big Kurt. Great old big timbers. And we got it up there and he run out of strength. Uh, he's he's taking these big old lag bolts and uh, driving them things down from up at the top where you couldn't see it. Everything you could see uh, looked like he's drove in with, uh, with, uh, with wooden pegs. But uh, where you couldn't see it, he put some lag bolts in for structure. And then we'd put the uh, roof over the top of that. We got it up there. And uh, we just about had it where we need to be. And he said, I've got some screws in the truck. Lag bolts. 
We had to park about two blocks away the way the, the way the job site was. We couldn't get the truck up there. And uh, so we had to park that far away. Man, another boy sitting there, that boy, God, hell, that boy looked like he weighed about 110 pounds soaking wet. And he looked at us, he said, y'all just hold that till I get back took off the door. By the time he got back, I believe I could hold this whole church up there and I could hold that thing up. And it just kept getting heavier and heavier and heavier. About halfway through, that boy decided he couldn't do it no more. He just let go of it. Here I was standing up on a ladder, got this great old big beam on my shoulder. I'm talking about my legs, just like that right there. That boy would say, just drop it. Just drop it. Just drop it. I couldn't tell you how many times I thought I would just drop this thing. He shouldn't have asked me to do this. This is too much. This is too much. I, but I thought, no, he asked me to hold it. Now, pays any way I can, I'm going to hold it. Now, I know how stupid that sounds, but it's making an awful good illustration right now. Right. I, I, I thought he asked me to hold it. I'm going to hold it. When he come back, honest to goodness, I, I, I don't know how to word they said one day. That boy told me, he said, that ladder was a wobbling back and forth. Your legs shaking so bad. I mean, I thought it got heavy. He come back, he told me, he, he ought to give me more than what he did. But when he come back, he said, how come you didn't drop it? I said, you told me to hold it. He said, that boy didn't hold it. And I said, you didn't tell, you didn't tell me to hold it if he kept holding it. You told me to hold it. All right. Yeah. Hey, give me $200 cash to go get anything I want to with it. He said, Richard, what are you saying? That day, Earl, that don't sound like nothing now, but the time I needed $200. And that day, I was glad I was found faithful doing what he told me to yeah, do. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I was glad, as hard as it was, as much as I wanted to throw in the towel, as much as at times I wanted to quit, as much as at times I thought I'd rather be doing something else. And when he came back and saw me faithful, Earl, I was glad I was found faithful doing what I've been asked to do. Right. I'd say them two young men, they ain't no doubt they must have thought, let's quit. If we didn't have this donkey, we'd go over here in the shade. We could do this, we could do that. But I'd say when they saw Abraham coming, they was glad, they found faithful just doing what they've been told to do. Here's what I'm going to say to you. The Lord told us to abide with the church. Isn't that right? We have a commission. We have a commission to reach the world with the gospel. And I'll be honest with you, I realize sometimes it gets hard. It's hard in a dry, desolate, desert land. I understand that. But boy, I'd say to the time when we look, when, the, when he splits the eastern sky and we get called up to him, boy, I'd like to be found faithful doing what he asked me. Yes. But you, don't, don't fall out with me. Don't fall out with me when I say this. Me and my boys have fell in love with fishing. We have. We've been fishing, we've been fishing more in the last two or three weeks than I have in the last 20 years, I bet. We fell in love with it. But I tell you this, the Lord was coming come right now. If he was to call us out right now, I'd be glad I felt he, I was found faithful with my boys in the house of God. Yeah. Yeah. And on the creek bank somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. They're right. Yeah. He was coming back right now. They, they told me, I'm not supposed to know this, my, that Andrew, Andrew there, that slip. The, the, uh, they're getting old enough they're picking out our, our birthday and Christmas presents you know from them their says and we still pay for it but they are picking it out now uh, they, they, they uh, and they told me that they'd pick my birthday present out they'd buy me a tent well what they really boiled down to is they want to go camping that's what they're going to but, that, but I, I will say this now I'm not talking about occasionally I'm not talking about every once in a while but I will say this I, I, that tickles me. If they won't go camping, I'm looking forward to taking them. But I tell you this, I'd rather be found faithful with them in the house of God and the Lord come back and us be up in the mountains of a tent somewhere. Yeah, yeah. You're right. They're right. 
Because he didn't tell us to abide with campers. He didn't tell us to abide fishing. He didn't tell us to abide with hunting. He didn't tell us to do those things, John. He said abide with the church. Forsake not the sinner who says, give a man some of Isn't that right? Yeah. Well, don't die on me. Ain't that right? Yeah. Hey, listen, I'm telling you, you say, put your water with me. You better just trust his word and hold the mule. Because uh, the Lord's soon coming back. Uh, and it'll be worth it all to be found faithful doing what he told you. Oh, yeah. We see his return. Then I want to feel something and I'm done right here. Out with him. Both on verse 19. Bible said, so Abraham returned to his young men. Now watch this. And they rose up. I got to say something about that. I want to go to go to. They rose up. What a beautiful picture. When he comes back, you know what the churches are doing? We're going up. I don't know what that means. They'd, sit, they'd probably sit down when Abraham came. They stood up. That's what that rose up means. Boy, I'm going listen. Seems like this world constantly knocking us down, knocking us down, knocking us down, knocking us down. It's hard, it's hard, it's hard. We get lower, lower, lower. Boy, I'm glad the church isn't going down. The church is going down. Yeah. All right. And when he comes, boy, I'm glad we'll all rise together. Right. To meet the Lord in there. Boy, I'm glad for the rising. Then watch what your Bible said. We're mad just. Verse 19, Abraham turned to the young men. They rose up and went together. Notice that went together. To Beersheba. And Abraham dwelt at Beersheba. I want you to notice the remaining, and I'm a quick one. Bible said they rose up, that's the rising. Once they rose up, the Bible said they went together. Now, that means that that means that no more did Abraham go off somewhere. Them two young men left somewhere else. No, they went together. And they're right. They all they all went to y'all gotta help me a little bit. They all went together, isn't that right? To Beersheba. And what's what the Bible said? Abraham dwelt at Beersheba. Let me ask a question. They went together. Alright? Abraham dwelt at Beersheba. Evidently them two young men did too. Don't get excited about that. Evidently. Now listen. Abraham told him that. What did he say in verse 5? Bide ye here with us. You may go on and worship. Come get out of here. Stood there all that time holding that mule. Just believing what he said that one day he's coming back. Yeah. Boy, once he come, they rose up. And I want to notice the remaining. They never again departed from him. Don't get, don't get excited about yeah. that. Well, can I say this? One of these days, the Lord's coming back. Right. I won't be found faithful holding the meat of the Lord, trusting His word. Well, can I say I'm glad when that time comes? Never again. Never again will He be out of sight. Never. Don't get excited. Yeah. Never again. Well, we, we can't even comprehend this. There'll never be a time. I should ask for the be present the Lord. There'll never be a time we couldn't reach out and touch him. Yeah. Never be a time we can't see him. Don't get excited about that. That's just, that excites me. Yeah. I mean, never a time you can't see him. Never a time how that you can't touch him. Never a time you can't hear him. Boy, that's exciting. I'm yeah. telling you, just hold the mule till the Lord comes. It's going to be worth it all. Isn't there? Yeah. Listen, now listen. I'm not saying this morning, if you're saved and you get out of church, I'm not saying you've lost it. But I'm telling you, he designed the church. He told them to abide you here with the ass. I won't be found faithful, won't you? Listen, when he comes back, when Abraham comes back, 
I'd say that's glad to be found home in you. Listen to me. I know it's dry. I know it's desperate. I know it's hard. I'm not, I'm not going to be, there's some young people sitting back here. I'm going to be honest with you. It's hard. It's hard. I ain't want that long go. God help us longer than I thought it was. It's been about 10 years. God, this is how I've high school. A little over 10, 11 years since I graduated. That's why I feel old. That's hard to believe. But man, it was hard sometimes to live for the Lord. It was hard to be a Christian. It's hard sometimes. Can I tell you, just hold the meal. You know what I found? I always thought, I remember when I was a teenager, when I was in middle school, I thought to myself, when I get to high school, it'd be easy. Then, in high school, I thought when I get to college, it'd be easy. Then, when I got to college, I thought when I get married and start working, it'd be easier. And then, I'll be honest with you, I even thought to myself, when, when I had them seizures and quit, quit working, wasn't working a public job, I thought, boy, when I get to pastoring full time, and I don't have to go to work, and I don't have to be around that mess every week, boy, it'd be easy to be a Christian man. You know what I found out? It don't really get no easier. Now, I'm just being honest with you, it really don't get no easier. There's always a pull. There's always a pressure. There's always there's always something tugging at you. You're living in a wicked, idolatrous world. Boy, don't get no easier. I tell you this morning, it's worth it. Just trust his word. Hold the mule. The Lord comes back. It'd be worth one glimpse of him. It'd be worth it all. Isn't it? Oh, the promise early, being with him forever and ever. Never depart and again dwell together. That's, that's worth it. Just hold the mule this morning. He's so good. Let's stand up to you. Just as they would.